Welcome to another episode of the Meet Medic Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Suresh Kowalka. Now today, I'm going to be talking about a topic that's still making headlines today. And that's the use of injectable medications for weight loss, GLP-1 analogs like Ozempic, Wegovy, Saxenda, Trulicity, and so on. Now these injections have been approved by FDA and similar organizations, but really for the treatment for type 2 diabetes. They're used what we call off-label to treat obesity and to help people to lose weight. But does that mean they actually work? Okay, let's get into the science a little bit. So, what is an off-license use, first of all? Well, basically, it's very simple. It's not the originally intended license or use for that medication. So, these medications were really intended to use to treat type 2 diabetes, and that's what the license is used for. That's what the research was done in but they just find that it can help people to lose weight, so they just use it for other things. And then we've got a body of evidence to support that, and so doctors feel comfortable and happy using it for other things. It's not illegal, it's not against the rules, and it's perfectly legitimate. We do this all the time with many medications. But does that mean that it's good for these injectable medications? So first, let's talk about what GLP-1 and Ozempic actually is and how they work. GLP-1, or glucagon-like peptide, is a hormone that's produced in the gut after we eat. It's our main satiety hormone, so it makes us feel full, reduces our appetite, and it can potentially reduce addictive desires like sugar addiction and so on, but there's not much evidence to support that. Anecdotally, maybe. Basically, it helps to regulate our blood sugars, help to regulate our insulin levels and our appetite and so on. So the theory there is... If we can take this hormone to reduce our appetite, well, then we're just going to eat less, we'll actually lose weight. Certainly, this is what is being offered by a lot of cosmetic clinics, a lot of online consultation groups that have been popping up over the last few years. And uh, they're seemingly kind of promising the world, actually. And they're actually getting into a lot of trouble with false advertising and so on. But does it actually live up to the hype? Not so much. So one of the problems with GLP-1 injectables for weight loss is basically majority of people... Actually, over about 50% of weight loss is actually lean body mass. This is a real problem. Most people can't afford to lose that much lean body mass. There's a common misconception that people that are overweight actually have like big muscles and thick bones and they're not at risk of osteoporosis and so on. This is actually a total misconception. And unfortunately, it's almost a lie that's basically just propagated by the medical profession. I've heard so many doctors saying this to patients and there's really just no evidence to support that. In fact, so many people have obesity and osteoporosis and sarcopenia and this is a real problem. Sarcopenia is basically osteoporosis for your bones, uh, for your muscles, sorry. And most people are significantly under-muscled as it is and at risk of osteoporosis. And basically, if you're just losing even more lean body mass with these, with these medications, that's a really bad idea. It's estimated around 20% of people with obesity actually have sarcopenia as well, which, yeah, we don't want to be cutting that down even more. On top of this, the weight loss that you get is just not sustainable in the long term. The idea is that you take it for at least six months, and this is what we call the trans-theoretical model of change, if you're interested. Uh, and basically, it says if you do something, a good habit for six months, you're more likely to carry it on. 
And the idea you do it for at least six months, you stop the medication, and then basically you will carry on those good habits, you will reduce your intake, and you will continue to lose weight and be healthy. The problem is, the evidence doesn't support this. Most studies actually show that the majority of people actually regain the weight. So it actually doesn't work in the long term. Another problem is the side effects. Now, this is a very real problem. And I remember having a conversation a while ago on Twitter. I didn't screenshot it, unfortunately, with someone, you know, basically kind of spruiking these medications and saying they were amazing for weight loss. And I was saying that, look, actually, like the vast majority of my patients that I've put on, put them on in the past just had horrible side effects. And they were really like just diminishing it and saying, no, you know, that's not my experience and nobody gets side effects and so on. Look, on Ozempic specifically, probably 50% of my patients actually had really terrible diarrhea, uncontrollable flatulence, and basically fecal incontinence. Now, I have used these medications myself previously. I've shown you some of my other, in my other videos, my previous pictures, I used to be very overweight. I've used them and they gave me the same problems. Ozempic definitely did. And fecal incontinence with uncontrollable flatulence that is not a nice combination for people. And you basically can't stop farting. And when you do, you basically crap yourself. Like that is not very pleasant. Now, I've also heard loads of people saying, loads of patients saying they take the medication because they feel so unwell, they just don't want to eat. I mean, like what kind of life is that? That that is the only way you can lose weight? That's just not ideal either. So what about the cost of these medications? This is another big, big problem. Here in Australia, these medications are not available on the PBS, our discounted prescribing scheme. And basically they're upwards of $500 for some of them a month. That's a lot of money when people are having a cost of living crisis. You know, mortgages have gone up dramatically. Mine's doubled basically. You know, rents are going up, cost of living is going up, food's going up, bills are going up. I'm sure everywhere else in the world is exactly the same. And the cost of the consultations on top as well. Some of these consultations are hundreds of dollars every month as well. Just ridiculous. Actually, that's a good time to mention, if there is any Australians out there that are wanting consultations with the doctor like myself, you can consult with me. Link in the description down below. People outside of Australia, unfortunately, I'm not able to consult with you. I do get a lot of requests for that. Uh, unfortunately, due to insurance restrictions, I can't operate outside of Australia. Anyway, back to the video. So what about insurance? Yeah, okay, maybe your insurance pays for it. Some parts of Australia, yeah, your insurance will pay for it. Um, places in America, yeah, your insurance will pay for it. But what if you lose your insurance? You know, cost of living crisis. And also your insurance is basically, you're still paying for it, either just through your insurance. What happens if you lose your job? You're then going to lose your insurance. That's a big problem. But perhaps the biggest problem with these medications is that they actually just don't work. I've already alluded to that, but... Yeah, they don't work. They're still going on the old calories in versus calories out, eat less, move more mantra that doctors have been telling people for absolutely decades. Uh, there's just decades and decades of failed experiments of people trying to lose weight using calories in versus calories out. It just doesn't work. Dietary restriction doesn't work. Most people wanting these medications have probably tried doing calorie restrictions, restrictive diets, just eating less, moving more. It just doesn't work. Otherwise, they wouldn't be looking for these medications in the first place. Honestly, the only real way to lose weight, the best way to lose weight, is to eat a proper evolutionary diet, or as Dr. Ken Berry would say, a proper human diet. 
Now, in my mind, a proper evolutionary diet is a carnivore diet, but look, low carb and keto specifically can get pretty darn close. Paleo is obviously relatively close as well, but honestly, none of them hold a candle to the carnivore diet. Now, I don't really talk about carnivore like a weight loss, but it can help people to lose weight, of course, dramatically. A carnivore diet will give you everything that your body needs. And it's basically what our ancestors would have eaten. And it's what they evolved eating, what we evolved eating. We didn't evolve eating Lucky Charms and Cheerios and Fruit Loops and Twinkies and whatever else. No, we evolved eating meat and eating fat. So an evolutionary diet is not just the best way to lose weight. It's the best way to get healthy. And that is the most important thing. If you get healthy, trust me, the weight will follow at some point. It may take time, but it will follow if you are genuinely healthy. And that's the rub because a lot of people think they're healthy, but they're actually not. So moving towards a more low carbohydrate diet, obviously into keto and into carnivore, if you can, really is the best way to lose weight. I think most people watching this show probably already know that, but it's just nice to emphasize the point. The carnivore diet is just an extension of that and it's honestly night and day. And a lot of people find it incredibly satisfying. And in fact, this study from Harvard University last year, just over 2000 patients showed over 95% satisfaction rates. That's almost unheard of in a diet. It compared that to the Mediterranean diet where it was about 75% actually showed satisfaction. Carnivore diet, pretty nice. Most people like it. So if you're considering using these GLP-1 analogs and you haven't tried a carnivore diet, I would absolutely encourage you to try a carnivore diet. It's very simple. It's very easy. If you do need help on it, I do have a guide available, 30-day guide on how to start a carnivore diet, over 100 pages of high-quality, detailed, researched advice. Very simple, very easy to understand language with sample meal plans and so on, If just to make it even easier for you. Link in the description down below. I would encourage you, though, to think about what is the long-term use of these medications? What are the downsides? What are the side effects? Is it actually going to work for you in the long term? Because the chances are they probably actually won't. And so honestly, I would just go to a carnivore diet. I really would. If you're interested in knowing a bit more about the carnivore diet, definitely check out other videos on my channel. You can have a look at the playlist here. And otherwise, if you're interested in what happened when I just ate ribeye for 30 days and a little secret about the boron that I found out as well, definitely check out this other video up there. Thanks, guys, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for this... Thank you for listening to this episode of the Meek Medic Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. It really does help to spread the word that how, how we can improve mental and physical health through diet and nutrition. If you are interested in improving your own... Okay, let's just re-record that. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Meek Medic Podcast. If you found this episode useful, please leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. It really does help out the channel to grow. If you have found this useful and you want to improve your physical and mental health further, please do check out my website, themeekmedic.com, where you can find all my eBooks are currently 50% off with the code 50OFF. That's code 50OFF50OFF for 50% off all eBooks. Take care. Thank you. See you in the next episode.